Hello, everybody, and welcome to Old Ass Movie Reviews. I'm Dave, that's Scott, and today's review is Star Trek The Motion Picture. Yeah. It should have been better. It should have been better. <laughs> yes. Yes, Dave, I definitely agree. It should have been better. Have this is ever, what. Had you ever seen this? I, I'm sorry. I thought I had. I thought I had seen it, but it, it's that memorable that I don't remember a oh. damn thing other than the bald uh, actress um, who I think yeah. think uh, was probably one of the best actors on set filming this. Um, yeah, I forgot her <laughs> name, but I think she's passed away, if I'm not mistaken. But this was what, 10 years after? Yeah, so yeah. start the original yeah, series ended in 69. And then this came out in 79, so 10 years after Star Trek. So fans were really clamoring at the time for for more Trek, of course. And Well, it happened right after um, Star Wars came out, too. Yeah, but, so yep. you had that. You had that, and it's like, what could go wrong? We've got an established series. We got this, right. and <laughs> what could go wrong? Well, there's a lot, in my opinion, that yeah. goes wrong with this movie. And what one of the biggest problems I have may not have been as big a problem in 79. Right. The, the long pans and establishing shots of the Enterprise, fans are going to want to see that. It's just like on Picard when we saw yeah. the Enterprise D. Yeah. Thankfully, they sped it up yeah. and it wasn't nearly like this, but it was like, oh, so cool. We get to see the Enterprise and stuff. So it's, I get that. But how many people in this movie were actually spacewalking? Every time there's a shot outside a ship, <laughs> Here's a little, the MTV uh, astronaut yeah. floating by. Yeah. Every time. Uh, when, the, when the Enterprise is leaving space dock, the guy does a backwards flip and he's all like waving and shit. Yeah. It's like, come like, on. Come on now. But I think a lot of that was was fan service and and to show off their yeah, budget. Yeah. And it, this movie does but, look good. Uh, they they really did a good job with it on that. Um, yeah, they did a really good job. Yeah, with the, the model looked really good. Yeah, the models were of, nice. Of the new Enterprise. Yeah, but the um, <laughs> forgot my mind went blank. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Um, I'm old. Well, yeah. So I forgot where I was going with. It. Oh, yeah. It looked it the the graphics were nice. Um, I think the design, the set designs, were very monochrome. Very dull, right. all the way down to the uniforms, the the wardrobe. Mm -hmm. It's like this is a bland movie um, in many ways. Yeah, I mean that's it, instead of keeping the brighter colors like the the reds, the green, or the yeah, the reds, the blues, the yellows of the original series really bright. They mm -hmm. you're right, they did oh, knock those dull. colors back and down a lot. It's like the happiest looking place was Vulcan. Yeah. <laughs> it's the one with the most color. And that was <laughs> it's like, like, wait a minute. Lava. <laughs> so. yeah. You guys are on a lava planet, aren't you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was going to say something about the, the wide shots. You had talked, or you had texted me the other night. Yeah. You were like, you could edit this movie to a 45-minute episode. And this is an episode, good. man. This movie is an episode. Well, it, it, it is an episode. Yeah. It's the Changeling episode. Um. And that's if I don't. Did you get a chance to watch that? Episode? I have not, not yet. No. It's this 
it's this movie basically yeah. really it is basically this movie and the thing about the changeling is it was shorter it was tighter and it didn't have all the panoramic shots i honestly think you probably could have cut out 30 solid minutes of this because a lot of that is is like you said the, the every scene looking is too at the long. screen and seeing seeing all the stuff fly by that isn't really a big deal to see fly by I would rather I'm trying to think of how to word it. I would rather have would have wanted to see more and not seen it than for them to show me everything they shot and drag this movie out the way they did. Mm -hmm. I, I think the it's a good first attempt, but like you said, it's an episode. This and, needed and was, a lot of editing and and I think it might have just been mm -hmm. okay, I get it. Roddenberry had a vision. This is right. his baby. Um, of course, he is probably going to push for these giant shots right. and, and really show this off. He's proud of it. Of course he is. I get mm -hmm. it. I, I really do. But what it made was, for me, a very boring movie. And it made me actually right. mad because it's like, I love <laughs> Trek, but I really have a hard time. You just wasted two hours of my time here. <laughs> and it's like, no, they're, they're, everybody, everybody except um, I, Aisha, Alicia, uh, or whatever her name, I can't think of her name, the bald. Um, her name is Persis Kambata. Her, her real name is Persis oh, Kambata. Her, the character's name was Leela. Leela, yeah. Leela, um, I, I, I thought she was the most, um, even when she came back as an mm -hmm. android, basically, or right. a, a, she right. was still had more life than anybody else in this damn movie. <laughs> she, just, yeah, she was the most intriguing one. Yeah, I mean, she, uh, yeah, it just, I don't know, man. It just all the way down to the performances, which kills me because all these people can act. It was just like, what is going on here? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I know it, I'm trying to, <laughs> the way that Kirk reacted to Decker and Decker reacted to Kirk, I, I get that Decker would be pissed off at Kirk. Oh, hell yeah. But I think that guy would have understood he doesn't have, he's got the technical. He doesn't have the combat the ship, experience that Kirk but does. But he didn't have the con Yeah, exactly. And I honestly think that would have settled itself a lot quicker than it would have. Well, they um, tried it, to make a backstory. Let let's let's rewind for our um, our listeners out there. Uh this is this is the first of the Star Trek movies after the original series, mm -hmm. and it deals with um we do spoil things, folks. So anyway, yeah. it deals with yeah, Voyager 6. And at the time of this movie being made, there was only two Voyagers, Voyager 1, Voyager 2, right. I believe, um, that launched in the 70s. So this came out. They had the writers had assumed we would continue sending probes into deep space. Right. Well, Probably did. It, I'm sure. <laughs> and I'm sure. Another and what, podcast. what we don't get to see is just we're just supposed to accept that this probe crossed into somewhere and just came back mm -hmm. sentient um and able to create and it built did you catch the size of that cloud that it was in yeah well 2 AU it's making something that massive and it's just like uh -huh. wow 
the mm-hmm. the fan theory, and I don't know that anybody in Star Trek actually ever answered this, but the fan theory is that it got sucked into a wormhole of some sort and wound up in the Borg universe, like where the Borg are at. And the Borg are the one who found it, rebuilt it, put all the machinery on it, said, oh, this is what you're supposed to do? Well, we're going to help you. And they built it and sent it back. And on its voyage back, it was just annihilating everything and making information and bringing it to Earth. Very Borg. So a lot of people think that the Borg created this thing. Now, whether they are the Borg that show up or whether the Borg that show up are the ones who built Voyager mm-hmm. 6 to be V'ger, uh, nobody's, everybody has arguments. I, I yeah. think that they are the ones who built V'ger. I would like to have seen the prodigy of those two and V'ger, you know, come back. That would have been yeah. interesting to see them like Cylons. They are literally machines that can reproduce mm-hmm. which would yeah. be cool but that's i yeah. just wanted to give that little no and, the, and that's that's neat i don't i don't, I don't buy that theory but it makes a great story i, I don't buy the yeah. borg idea but it works for the borg but the time timing of that is that yeah hey sounds great makes a good story i don't buy it but mm-hmm. i like it uh, right you know, it, it would work for me it really would uh i right. think you know so anyway i thought it was interesting that they assumed that we would continue sending this out but this thing comes back uh mm-hmm. sentient and looking to just uh talk to its creator um because that was its programming was it was to send messages back so it did and it was it was doing that but nobody knew how to um respond to it so right. it was right and in order for them to give its message back or to answer the 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 message that it was sending out they had they figured out somehow that it was an old nasa radio wave or an old nasa thing so uhura of all people comes to save the day she she finds the info that they need and she's like hey it's this this is what it is so they're trying to connect to V'ger that's already wiped out at least three klingon battle cruisers an entire space fleet and if multiple planets where spock was at yeah, where Spock was at, showing all the planets that it had basically downloaded. I'm like, oh man, this thing—it's not even thinking about anything else. But it's the following good news its directive. It's all information, and it's all there. So if those two can mate, then they've already got a entire planet, universe, half a universe made. Um, but anyway, they're they're trying to figure out how to do this. The machine goes out, it blows its own wires up to force the creator to come to it. Mm-hmm. And that's when Decker decides, well, you know, this is my adventure, not yours. This is a woman that I love. I'm going with her, whatever the hell happens. And then that's that's the whole story, is, yeah. you know. And that could have been told in about an hour and a half or less. With a lot I, less I will pain. take it to 45 minutes in a heartbeat. It's got, dude, well, it's got bones. It's got bones there, man. It's got, I'm telling you, not, watch the changeling, watch yeah. the episode called The Changeling, and you will sit there and go, What? Why didn't they just show this at the theater? <laughs> it would have done the same damn thing. 
there's a lot here you know there's a lot here uh with with this is yeah. this is typical star trek with a lot of morality at play um yeah and i it's very subtle and I, that's what i appreciate about some of these episodes is and when writers can be creative and i can see where they're going here with the messaging and and just right. basically showing society if you know if you the dangers of being so rigid and following these orders and the destruction and right. stuff. Um, there's a lot of messages here, basically. So um, I don't not, know where like I was going with that, but you're not, you're not being beat over the head with any yeah, message. That's, that's just I've it. never it's... felt beaten over the head by the no. original series. But that's what I really liked about this is like, wow, it's got something here. It's got, it's got mm -hmm. the typical morality play that we see right. play out. Right. Um, it's, I really want to like it, but I really despise it. <laughs> so I really want to like it. It's just, I can't, you can't get behind this one. There's, the thing I think, like I said, that gets me is the storytelling of the story. Mm -hmm. We, we'd seen, like, I remember seeing this in the theater and going, I, this, I know this episode. Like I've, uh, I knew the, I didn't know the name of the episode at the time, but I knew that episode. I'm like, I've seen this. I know I've seen this episode. That so right that right there already told me they weren't coming up with any new idea. The fact that got dragged out a lot. I mean, I liked looking at the ship. The ship was kind of oh, cool, cool looking. Yeah. But but you can only unless you're fighting, you don't need to see the outside of the ship a hundred times, you know, in long shots, close shots, more, you know, medium shots. Um, and that's what they did. They did that a lot. A lot. A lot. The one thing that I did think was kind of cool is when Spock, Spock is in the middle of the colonar and he's trying to get he's trying to get rid of all of his emotions early mm -hmm. on in the movie. It's like almost the opening scene, but he senses this this presence in space. So the lady who's doing doing the the ritual drops whatever chains he's supposed mm -hmm. to put around his neck to show that he's lost his emotions. She drops him on the ground and says, "Your answers don't lie here. They lay out they lie out there." And she just turns her back on him and walks yeah. away. So Spock is winds up on the ship and he's decided he's going to go mind meld with V'ger. Not knowing what V'ger is, but he's like, I got to see what is going on in this thing's head. Yeah. You know, I, we're already in the ship. We're already trapped. That's a cool scene because he gets in the spacesuit, like you said, another spacesuit. And he, he <laughs> times it to where this orifice is opening up and closing. Yeah. It's almost like the machine is breathing. It was really cool. I mean, it, the, it and was really it was well neat. done. Like The whole thing was alive. It was really kind of neat. I, I tell you what, it. it reminded me of, in reverse order, of course, uh, the Borg uh -huh. sphere on Picard season three of how they went deep inside yeah. into that. So yeah. Yeah, that yeah, that's a good. So I was like, oh, good, you guys are pulling from when when you wrote Picard. So yeah, <laughs> right. They probably were. They're probably oh, like, how big can we make this ship possibly? Um, <laughs> and how much not to make it look like Star Wars, but be Star Wars Death right? Star. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. But anyway, much. he he times it where he shoots through this big thing that's opening and closing and breathing, and you know he gets in there. And as he's floating around, he's making a recording for, for the captain in case he dies. Like, th this is what I see, and mm. this must be what it is. And when you go, that was the only thing that I really didn't have a problem with, with the the wide shots and angles, because you had to see all yes. that. Yes. And that to was see pretty, 
the pretty wild. Uh-oh, I'm losing my. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had a crash. You had to see the immensity <laughs> of the cloud and of the machine inside the cloud. And then he finally sees like um, Leela laid out, but it's a mm-hmm. huge. This she's as big as a planet, easily. And Spock gets the bright idea. He goes, "Oh well, I see the little gem on her throat." That must be like a connector, connector mm-hmm. of some sort. I'll mind meld with that. Well, that lasts all of about a microsecond. <laughs> he, gets, he gets his ass blasted all the way back through that hole. As Kirk finds out that Spock has probably left the ship, he's in a spacesuit. He's going to go save Spock. And as he's going out to get Spock, Spock's already floating back towards him. Like yeah. he's already been zapped. And Spock is freaking out. I mean, as much as a Vulcan can freak out, he's like, this thing, this thing is nothing but logic, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's logic that was programmed however many, what, 300 years ago by that point, like in in the storytelling. So it's like, this thing's been doing the exact same thing for 300 years. It just wants to know if there's anything else. So Mm -hmm. who's it going to call? It's going to call on its God, its creator. Come to me. I want to know. I have questions. Message. Yeah. I want to touch your face, you know, touch the face of God. You know, I want to mm-hmm. I want to touch the face of my creator. And that that for me is the, the deep part. Yeah. That yeah. for me it's was really the cool. point that I'm like, how many people want to meet God but don't want to die to do it? The V'ger didn't want to die. He didn't know. Mm-hmm. He was scared. The, the thing was so intelligent, it was actually scared. Yeah. You know, if you really think about it, mm-hmm. I did just get that impression. Thought. I it was very um, almost childlike. Yeah, well, that's yeah, because because doesn't Spock say this thing is a child? You have to treat it uh, like a child. Yeah, yeah. So so Kirk <laughs> is like, you know, well, we're not going to do this, and you know, we don't care. And they're turning around, and walking away. So Leela's standing there as the machine, and she's like, "Well, okay, we'll we'll do what you say, but you got to bring us the creator." <laughs> and he's like, "Shit!" And then. I think McCoy looks at him and goes, for a kid, it learns quick, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Trying to yeah. use reverse psychology on a machine. <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it was cool. Yeah, like I said, the story the story is actually good. Um, right. I, I just think the execution of this movie, um, it failed for me. So I, I can appreciate yeah. if anybody really digs it. I can see why you would appreciate mm. this movie. Um, it just, it was a hard one for me and I've seen some crap. <laughs> I would love to see, I don't know that. And yeah, right. We've seen a lot of crap, but this to me, I've always enjoyed. I, I do enjoy the movie. It should be edited. I would love to see somebody like uh, Patterson get, get a hold of it and do a, a Patterson cut. The mm. guy who did Obi-Wan. Um, well, let me tell you, I was uh, I was so frustrated after watching this, I was about to run to my computer and start cutting it. <laughs> start editing. Yes, yeah, I, hey, like, no, I get it. I, I'm not getting this energy. I'm not giving this any more energy. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I get it though because it's there, like you said, it's got the bare bones. It, it could, and I think it is in the editing. I really is, do. Man. The writing wasn't the greatest. It was serviceable. Yeah. Um. I don't. It I just did not lacked, look at it. It lacked, it lacked that. Nobody. I didn't feel any chemistry really on well, in, on there. In the old days, you had Kirk, Bones, and McCoy mm-hmm. fighting something. 
or trying to all three use their brain at the same yeah. time to figure out a problem. Kirk would attack it like he was he was the they all uh, did it different. You got your, all your different archetypes there. Yeah. yeah. He was the animalistic attack. You know, I can, you know, I'm gonna fight this thing. Spock was the one who was thinking about it, like, okay, now how can I outsmart it? And Bones was the one about the humanity of it. Like, why, why do we want to attack and kill this thing for no reason? So the, all three of them made one good person. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> this didn't have that. Yeah. When you I didn't when, think of it until you just said it. When you were talking about Kirk, do I? Do I attack it? Do I kill it? And I'm thinking with Kirk, do I, do I fuck it? What? <laughs> <laughs> so just one yeah, more thing. I mean, there. he is Kirk. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Kirk pulls out his face or I could either shoot you or have sex with you. I'm not really sure what I'm going to do. Yeah, I'm not sure where this is going to go and I really <laughs> don't care. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta love James T. Kirk. Um, he's got so much fucking swagger, man. Um, yeah. yeah, they yeah, needed a better Kirk. Delivers it, man. They, they needed a better Kirk for this, um, the strange new worlds. He didn't hit it for me for Kirk. We'll see. We'll see. I'm just saying for now, he doesn't have yeah. the, the barrel chest. Right. He's not, he's not like, you know, doing the, like the shock look and the, you know, we yeah. got to jump well, into action kind of thing. This is early, early. So he hasn't yeah. been seasoned with all that stuff that the older, uh, James T. Yeah, Kirk this, has. This so is true. this is true. So um, maybe I, I've seen good things from yeah. their writing. So I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes this next season on that. So, yeah, which so is uh, starting so I, soon. I would. I want to see the next Star Trek movie, which is Breath of Khan. Oh, oh! I thought, I thought you meant there was a new one coming in. I'm no, like, what I, are you was, talking about? Why did I miss some Trek news? I was like, dude, I was trying to give you like a you know segue into the ah yes. Yeah. So anyway, Sorry. yeah, I didn't, I didn't. <laughs> Yeah. Didn't do it well. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. My subtlety yes. is lacking. When, when we decided we were going to do uh, Trek movies, uh, both being Trek fans. Um, oh, yeah. So this is the movie that I've been waiting for is Wrath of Khan. To me, uh, Wrath of Khan is. Um, man, I, I I put it there like if I'm looking at Star Wars movies, Empire Strikes Back. Right. Um, right. So this is. This is like, wow, that was so good. Um, and to me, the movies, they just, they get better, they get a little worse, but they stay, from, in my opinion, pretty damn good all the way to the end. Um, so I have yeah. issues with some of them. Yeah. But, yeah but we do will like discuss those issues as, as we, <laughs> we go. We will. Uh, we will. I don't think we're not going to watch all of these all at once like we did with Star Wars. No, because it by the will time be broken up. Scott and I, yeah. <laughs> By the time Scott and I were done with Star Wars, we were like, we hate Star Wars. Uh, but <laughs> no, we just certain shows. <laughs> certain shows, but it was just like, ah, uh, you were just like, you're wore down. Yeah, so we're going to go, down. we're going to do Star Trek, a couple of Star Trek movies. We're going to go back into movies that have a lot of music in them, like Saturday Night Fever. And some um, random just drop-ins. <laughs> yeah, a couple of random movies, just, just to break it up. And then we're going to come back and do a couple of Star Treks and then go back and until all the Star Trek movies are done. Um, and in the meantime, we're going to probably talk about Star Trek series that we've watched that we've already discussed. And, length, and we don't care because we're <laughs> nerds. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have any questions or, or a specific Star Trek movie that you like, that you just think was the best for whatever reason, it. let us know. Drop us a line. Well, yeah, drop us a line. Hit us a like. Give us a share. 
Yeah. You, and you can listen to us on wherever you listen to your podcast and we're on YouTube and Rumble. So Rumble. thanks again, folks. Uh, tune in next week for God. I'm sorry. God. <laughs> like a poor marksman con. You've missed your shot. You've missed your target. <laughs> Somebody has seen this a lot. If you want if you want to deal with me, con, you have to come down here. Do you hear me, con? You have to come down here. <laughs> All right. Awesome. We will see you next week. Thanks again, folks. <laughs>